Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud out. What do you got? Do you guys remember when Lindsay and I had a situation in the studio because of Starbucks? Oh, yeah. yeah. And we almost like looked dead. I know. So, so I was out that day, but as I recall, seeing Beto everything in the community, oh, yeah. What, what what happened? Just refresh my memory. So, you guys got sick or something on some right. Starbucks? So we ordered a Starbucks drink. You know, she's she's in a keto diet, and I had this keto drink that I've drank before, and I was like, hey, you should try it. Whatever, we've been drinking it. Mm-hmm. I think the heavy cream was bad that day, or something went down because yeah. we just felt like crap, right? Starbucks is going through some stuff right now because they just yanked a new chicken sandwich that they literally dropped June 21st, and it's no longer available for purchase because a lot of their customers and employees were saying they were getting stomach cramps, diarrhea, and just a lot of vomiting. So they had to recall the sandwich. And I was like, "Mm, I didn't want to, you know, put Starbucks in a bad light. But they almost did kill Lindsay and I, so just watch out for what y'all order at Starbucks. Yeah, I, I am no longer. Well, first of all, I don't go to Starbucks very often. Um, you know, I have to be. You, you know, this, Laura. I mean, I maybe drink five mm-hmm. to six cough, cups of coffee a year. Yep. Um, so I don't, and, and usually when I drink it, it's just like cold brew, just plain old cold brew, ten calories, whatever. You know, yep. that's it. There's nothing mm-hmm. in it. <laughs> so it's just black cold brew. But yeah, I. I, I don't I used to do the breakfast sandwiches there when I worked in the mornings um, and I never had any issues with it. But, you know, that was a long time ago now. You know, I I, um, I had a very similar situation happen to me last night, as a matter mm-hmm. of fact, Laura. Uh Oh, is it wait. is it Starbucks? No. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Did Rachel make you dinner? Oh, she did not. Oh, okay. she did not. I was no, going to no. say, because after that incident of across the street or whatever, you know, no. But what happened was is uh, my son and I, yeah. we went out to dinner last night, he and I, yeah. and we both had this chicken sandwich. Yeah. And it was a delicious Where? chicken sandwich. It was little... Starbucks, right? No, no, not Starbucks. Right? <laughs> I don't think they make chicken sandwiches at Starbucks, though. Well, no, that's what... That's what that, you, yeah. It yeah, was that's... a chicken sandwich. The, that's the what chi- they recalled, the chicken sandwich. Right. No, but like real chicken sandwich yeah. at Starbucks? It was like... Wait a second. I thought you said... I, I thought it was like one of those like sliced chicken sandwiches. You know, like the... Like no. When you can go to like the... like. Um, I'm going to send you a picture. Like the... the uh, What's the, the, not the butcher, what's the other, the deli, like the at deli. the grocery no, store? No, no, yeah. no. And they no. get you like sliced oven roasted chicken? Like that's what I thought you were no, talking about. No, yeah. it was a chicken sandwich with maple butter and So like egg. a breast or something? Yeah. Yes. Oh, hell no. Who the hell's buying that at, at Starbucks though? Yo no sé, pero they, I haven't. They're just putting that thing in a microwave, dude. Yep. I wasn't buying that. So, you know, I, I got a little comment. No, you sense, deserve but... that if that's what you get. You bought that. So, you know, come on. Well, I, I again, similar mm-hmm. problem last night, Laura. I did not have a chicken sandwich from Starbucks, but I did have a, a chicken sandwich from a little local spot here, right? And um, yo no sé, pero all of a sudden <laughs> I got home and I was like, uh-oh, I'm in big trouble right now. Oh, man. I'm in big you trouble. You tripped so, the wire. Did you say the place yet or no? No. You you don't want to say it? No, I don't want to say it. Oh. Is it a local mom and pop place or yeah, like little, a little little place like that? Oh, okay, oh, okay then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't say yeah. it. Don't say so, it. Yeah, no, don't so so the so the chicken sandwich was bomb AF. Right. Okay. George, it had your favorite Wait. ingredient on it. It had pickles all over it. 
I love pickles. Now, did it have like a sauce? Yes. So that's like probably a, what got right. you then. It was like a lettuce, tomato, onion, pickle, and then some kind of a special sauce that you would use like on a burger, but you're not telling them what it is. But was it's it some spicy? Form. Cap? Was it spicy? Uh, not, not really. No, it was not. It was not spicy, but it must have been real slippery. But well, let me ask you the the sauce. Did it yeah. have like? Like something like mayo in it, probably. Yeah, it must like have. It had to have some sort of a, like like a dairy. thousand islandy ish yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, that made your stomach go. Now, did your son also get sick? Great question. So I called him afterwards because I went over to Rachel's house and he no, went home. Yeah. So you you dropped the deuce at Rachel's house? Oh, George. I mean, if you really want to get graphic about it. No, no, no don't no, get no, too graphic. No, 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 Don't no. get extra. I just asked you a very simple question. The answer is yes, but but the word deuce intimates number two. Yeah. This is like more like a one and a half. I, you know there you saying? did it anyway. We just told you don't do it. Didn't do anything. <sighs> We're talking about numbers here. We're talking about statistics. Two versus one and a half. Always you, bro. Always you. And it's and it actually though I got to tell you it's even worse than what I'm telling you. Okay. Well, anyway, so now what, this is clearly not the first time you've you you've gone, you know, dropped a deuce or one and a half in this case at Rachel's house is my guess, right? No, it's not the first time. But thankfully, when, when she's was got, that though? I'm curious. Let me, th- let me think here. One, two, three. She got like four bathrooms in the house. You know. Right, but so when leave, the, the first downstairs. time you you did it, like, were you comfortable? You confident to do it, Actually, or did you do it out of necessity? Let me. T- okay, I'm glad you're asking. Here it goes, yeah. and every guy yeah. can. Appreciate and we'll get this. back to the chicken thing yeah. in a second. Let me, all guys can appreciate this. Yeah. So we're pretty early on in our in our relationship, and we're dating, right? And I have a friend of mine who's getting married in Beverly Hills. So we we come up to Beverly Hills, and we we get into this hotel. This is again very early in the relationship, and we're going to yeah. spend a weekend together. Right. at this hotel in Beverly Hills, and I don't even remember the name of it, but it was a small boutique kind of a hotel. Yeah. So now we're in this room, again, small boutique hotel, yeah. bed, TV mounted on the wall, tiny bathroom. We're, like, really on top of each other, and my stomach is going, uh-oh, we got trouble. Yeah. We got big trouble. So here's yeah. my options. Yeah. I either say, hey, I got to go down to the lobby of the hotel. I got to come up with an excuse as to why I need to go to the lobby because I'm going to go use the bathroom in the lobby, or I'm going to use the bathroom that's right there in this tiny little hotel room. I decide to go into the hotel room. She's in the in the bedroom. I mean, six feet away. Oh, I'm about to make some really unpleasant sounds. The worst. And you did that. Why didn't? And your other option was the the hotel lobby. The hotel lobby. But you, so what I did was. Why didn't you just go to the hotel lobby? I didn't think I was going to make it. Fancy hotel in Beverly Hills. Yeah, didn't think I was. That's make the it. move. Well, as it turns out, I thought to myself, I don't want her to hear this. So I turned Check on my phone and turned on Pandora. And then I started, I turned my phone up as loud as I could turn up the music so that she, the music would drown out the other sounds. And that's, that's a move. I mean, that's, that's what you got to do, you know? And uh, what did she, when you came out, what did she say? What, didn't she ask you about the music? I think that we all kind of looked at each other like adults as in, I know what was going on in there. Well, and I she don't could really probably smell know. it if it's like a small hotel. Yeah. Room. How did you cover up the smell? Did you have like light a match or something? Well, I think it was oh like my a, goodness. I think it was like immediate courtesy flush is I think what happened. No, that isn't that only helps so much. You know that, right? They may have had in this fancy hotel like one of those like sprays behind oh. the toilet, Poopery. you know? Yeah. Poopery. Poopery. <laughs> yeah, poopery. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, those commercials always got me. It was funny. 
Well, I feel for anybody who so, may have had so that So you're saying uh, that – all right. So anyway, going back to yesterday, the chicken yeah. sandwich you had at the mom-and-pop place yeah. had a sauce, mm-hmm. and then you went and dropped your sports knot at, uh, in Rachel's uh, bathroom. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You that's made right. him land on the moon there in her bathroom. Pretty much. That's exactly yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most uncomfortable feeling. Oh, my God. You're out yeah. with somebody. You know, you're not married to this person. You're just out with yeah. somebody, and then all of a sudden your stomach's, like, not cooperating, and then the next thing you know, you got to do that business. Yeah. I once had that happen. I was dating this girl one time. It was a first date. It's a true story. Totally first date. We went out. We had a nice lunch. Good afternoon. Get back to her place. I'm like, uh-oh, big trouble. Same situation. I go into her bathroom in her apartment. She's sitting in the room. She knows she can hear it. She, You know, everything's going to happen. Like, there's just no hiding it. As soon as I came out of the bathroom, I was like, all right, listen, I think I got to go. Bye. And, like, that was the only time I ever went out with this girl one time because I never would even call her back. I'm like, this girl would never want to talk to me again after what I just did to her bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> and I'm guessing she never called back? No. No. She yeah. started dating one of my buddies. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So be careful with the Starbucks chicken sandwich. Moral of the story. Yeah, I think the other moral of the story is always carry a roll of toilet paper in your car. And, and you should always carry extra How about like some Imodium? It's not a bad idea. But That's probably I, like, a lot easier than that helped us. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you, if you take some wipes and you have an extra pair of underpants and, and you have an extra pair Whoa. of pants in your car at all well, times. Well, I mean, you're in like the trunk, you're saying? Yeah, like in your car. In Not back, in like the glove compartment though. No, like no, no. She but opens like, that. like, if in my car, if you if you looked in the back of my car, mm-hmm. you'd be like, "Are you going on a camping trip?" I'd be like, "No, why?" And you're like, "Well, between the toilet paper and the extra clothes you got going on back here, I thought you were going camping or something." No, it's yeah. just in why case don't of you just carry some emodium in your in like your backpack or something? I don't know. I don't really know why. I never really thought about that. It's kind of easier. Just will lock you up a little bit until you're good to go again. I don't want to be locked up. Right, but would you rather be locked up? Or have it all keep, you know, going one and a half. <laughs> I don't know. There's some weird pleasure in that. In no, some, no, there's no pleasure in that. There what, what kind of weirdo are you that you're getting this weird pleasure? <laughs> you're asking me what kind of weirdo I am? I mean, come yeah. on. What kind of weirdo you think I am? I mean, you're a sports knot. You know, there's that. Knot. Tying the anyway. knot with the knot. See what you did, Laura? Look what you did. Yeah. What did all, I do? How is this on my fault? This, this is one thousand percent on you. Why? You brought up the Starbucks recalled <laughs> okay. chicken sandwich. Wait, you no. talked about vomiting and you used the word diarrhea. Okay, commercial break here. First of all, I was giving you what y'all need to know. Do not eat that sandwich. It was been recalled. Right. That is what you need okay. to know. Literally, what you should know. You yeah. decided to do it extra. What you need to know of all your issues, you digestive did. issues. You that did. is not my problem. That is the <laughs> diarrhea of the mouth that you got. You do have <laughs> diarrhea of the mouth, and I, way to tie it in and. Land the dismount there, Lord. Yeah, I do have a gastrointestinal event happening mm-hmm. usually daily. Yeah, Out of your mouth, me. yes. Well. Not my problem. That's why we have a segment called Scotteria. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Facts. So, See? I mean, Laura did kind of nail the dismount there. Just saying. Nice yeah. job, Laura. You're welcome. Yeah. Hey, coming up next, anniversary that we didn't get to because we spent the last 10 minutes talking about your poop. All right, back in two minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I don't know who sings this song, but this this is a jam right here. Come on, give me a hint. Oh, I don't know this one. DJ Class. DJ who? DJ Class. It's old. It's like a 2009 record. Tell you what, this thing is... uh... This thing is bumping. It's looking for the right word <laughs> bumping, to use to describe. Okay. Yeah, it does, it does, is bumping good? Bumping's fine. In two thousand nine, bumping would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine. All right, I love I, the lyrics. I still use bumping, Cap. Oh Thanks, wow, man. there you go, Funchy. Yeah. Dude, this was my jam when it came but out. But you had to know it, it. Definitely, I should have known it was old because it said Patron in my cup. Yep. Right. Nobody's drinking Patron anymore. Well, there's just a lot more. There's no disrespect to Patron. There's just a lot more. Like, I would, obviously, I know, tequila mandala. There's just a lot more um, high-end tequilas out there now. Mm -hmm. None better than tequila mandala, of course. Should have some in our dugout on Friday for the All-Star game. Don't you think it's a good idea? You've got a couple of those bottles. Well, you know, George, actually. You no no longer have the bottles. You know what happened to those bottles? You drank them. Well, not just I drank them. They were the hit. Of the Mandy's after party. So good. Oh, there you go. The extra añejo. So we, I may need to reload on Tequila Mandala and put it in the dugout for the All Star team. You know what's hilarious is that I'm the one with the endorsement, yet you have had, you've gotten more free bottles than I have. (laughs) Somehow, see how that works? Well, I just keep drinking them, you know, and they just keep replenishing them. Yeah, which is wonderful, by the way. You've gotten more free bottles than I have. I got to tell you something. Um, I'm really depending on Clinton Yates to to really run our team, George. I mean, I know it's called Team Cappy and all, but I'm a delegator, you know, uh, and I'm not a micromanager. Well, you've also a pretty poor manager by record, right? Well, I mean, it's true that uh, there was this one year in Little League where my Little League team went 0 and 19. Yeah. And then when we finally won a game, it was like we won Game Seven of the World Series with a right. walk off Grand Slam in the bottom of the ninth. It's true. Right. But I've just handed off to Clinton Yates and said, you handle things, Skip. Well, Clinton takes this very seriously. Very seriously. I mean, I don't even think that's up for debate. I mean, if you listen to anything that has been said on this station since this softball game has been announced, like no one has taken the bull by the horns here more than Clinton Yates. I don't know if you heard earlier today on Mason and Ireland, they had Ramona Shelburne on, right? I did. I did catch. I was in the car grabbing uh, Mateo at the time. How's Mateo doing today? Much better, actually. Much okay, better. good, good. Thank you. You're welcome. We're going to the beach tomorrow, actually. Let's go to the beach, beach. Let's go get away. Okay. So I hear Mason trying to replace Ramona on Team Mace. And I right. hear Ramona. Because, oh, well, but by the way, she's five weeks removed from a C section. Like, of course. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, Mookie Betts is like three weeks removed from a broken Oh, will rib. you stop? Come on, Ramona. Come on, Ramona. <laughs> Come on, really? She will pitch though, because I said to her, I don't even. I actually had a conversation with Ramona, and I said I don't even think you should pitch. Uh, to be honest with you, um, I said 
because uh, she's like, I can pitch and lightly jog if I had to. Um, she's like, but pitching's probably going to help. And I said, you know, I, I wouldn't even pitch because, you know, what if they hit a comebacker at you or whatever? She's like, I protect myself. I'm good. So, I mean, listen, if she if she can do that, then I just think it's it's going to be really difficult to replace Ramona on Team Mace. And the idea of replacing Ramona with one of her softball friends, that... No, no, just, that's not happening. Right, it just sounds like she's ready to, to sit out the game and bring in a ringer. Right, I don't but that's want not that. happening. No, I don't want that. You know, so I think Ramona's got to play. I heard Jessica Mendoza. No, yeah, that's not happening. They were talking about Jessica Mendoza. They're like, we're yeah. going to try and get Jessica Mendoza to fly down from Oregon. Apparently, yeah. that's where she's she lives. She doesn't live here anymore, yeah. Well, I guess, you know, Ramona and her are obviously, you know, college well, teammates, teammates and close friends. Yeah. Right. So maybe Ramona is already positioning herself to get Mendoza down here. Yeah, I don't think that's actually happening. Okay, good. Yeah. Because if, if Mendoza's on the team, that could change the odds drastically. Yeah. Do you think? I think yeah, so. I would think so. Yeah, she's uh, like arguably the greatest woman's, uh, you know, one of the greatest women's softball players ever. Yes. I would if they get Jessica so. Mendoza, just so everybody knows, <laughs> if they get Jessica Mendoza to pitch for them or to play for them, uh, I'm getting the other big softball star, Jenny Finch. Is that her name? Are you? Is that really her name? Did I get that yeah. right? Do you know her? No. Yeah. The pitcher, right? Yeah. We're going to get her. They bring in Mendoza. We bring in Finch. That's all I'm saying. Okay, fair enough. It's not happening, though. Okay, good. I, I think, you know what? Why can't Key play for uh, for Team Mace? If they uh, wanted Keyshawn to replace Ramona, frankly, George, I wouldn't have a problem with that either. Yeah, why can't Key do it? I just realized that. Probably because he's umping. Okay, so then someone else can ump. Uh, like maybe Boss Amanda? Could she ump? Who? Boss Amanda. You're familiar with her work? Yeah. I mean, uh, Laura was talking to me at the oh, time. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> so I was trying didn't to know, Maybe I so, didn't know if you knew, didn't know who Amanda was. No, no. I was telling Saddam She was telling me that Greg should probably sit out since he the uh, stacked the team against Mace. Oh, wow. I actually agree with that, too. Wow. You guys think that... No, no. no I'm just saying because I heard it from the grapevine that they don't think that Greg should be playing because he helped pick the teams. Who doesn't think Greg should be playing? I'm not going to out anyone. Just saying. Okay. But yeah. So her sources. She's got sources. Are they, oh. Does it rhyme with Mason in Ireland? <laughs> <laughs> I don't reveal sources. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, that's not a terrible solution to it either, to be honest with you. If Ramona Although can't I feel play... like Bergman already bought a glove. He was there with Clinton Yeah, he's going to be super salty if he's out. But, I yeah, mean, very, that kind of makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So, I had to go into my, uh, my sports. Extra super salty. I had to go into my sports equipment closet earlier this morning to find my glove because yesterday there was a whole conversation about does everybody here have their glove? Yeah. So I went in to find my glove, uh, and I found it, and it's disgusting. I mean, it is honestly gross. I don't know what microorganism is growing all over my baseball glove, but I got to clean it, and I don't, I'm not even sure what to do, but it's disgusting. But I'll be there. I'll be there ready to go next Friday night. We're going to be – listen – Team Cappy's coming to win. George, I have to represent us. You got this. Because here, well, George, George, I, I here's already what's picked happen. you in a route, so let's go. But here's what's going to happen. Yeah. If by some chance you Team Mace. Succumb be, to the pressure? Well, if Team Mace beats Team Cappy, right? Huge upset. Well, you, but you know what Mace is going to say then? That we're tied. We were leading 6 5 
We have six Mandy's. They have five Mandy's. Travis and Slee, zero Mandy's. If they win the softball game, they're going to say, we're now tied at six apiece. No, why would, what does one have to do with the other? Well, they're just going to talk about, you know, different honors that they've won and head-to-head competition. and. What? Yeah, but that's like literally saying, like, Stan Kroenke's like, we won the Super Bowl, and if, like, I don't know, the Denver Nuggets won the championship, he'd be like, yeah, we're all the, no, they're not, it's not the same. Cappy. Yeah, and the honor me. of the rejoin. How is that related? How no. is that related? Yeah, that has nothing to do with anything. Just telling you, man. I'm just telling you. I know Steve Mason. I know his personality type. And I'm just telling you I, no, that if he I, wins the I, softball game. I also game, know Steve Mason. I don't feel like he will combine two random things together. <laughs> I do. I do feel like he will. I mean, they can be used separately, perhaps. But, like, combined? No. You know who I think is a real sleeper on our team, George? Okay. Give me the sleeper. I think Emily yeah, she's a real like a sleeper. water polo player. Back. Like she's an athlete. You know how hard it is? You ever tried to play water polo? I have. It's hard. It is terrible. Really? It is one of the most grueling, difficult things I've ever tried to do. It is the worst. I have yeah. played in a pickup water polo game, and I Wait told all these guys. Yeah, Wait no. a second. I, yeah. I don't believe that. A pickup water Where are you playing a pickup water polo game? I've heard people, hey, I've had a, clearly a pickup basketball game. Hell, I even give you your country club tennis stuff where you pick you know, a pickup tennis game, like just random people playing all day. But a pickup water polo game? Where in the hell on God's green earth are you doing a pickup water polo game? All right, so it sounded strange to me, too, okay? And by the way, I've never played water polo. If you said to me, hey, you want to play in a pickup basketball game? I'm like, sure. Hey, you want to play in this pickup soccer game? I'm like, great. You want to play pickup water polo? I'm like, dude, I've never played water polo. I don't know how to play water polo. They're like, yeah, but you know how to swim, right? I'm like, well, I mean, I, I, I mean yeah, kind of I can swim, but I'm not exactly in swimming shape. So um, I know this is going to sound awfully bougie, so get ready. I know this guy, he built this pool at his house. He likes to swim, you know, and, and he, so he built like a lap pool. And then one of our friends said, dude, this is a perfect pool for a water polo game. And the guy said, great, let's do it. And the next thing you know, there's like this Sunday afternoon pickup water polo game with a whole bunch of dudes. And I don't know how to play the game at all. But the worst part of it is playing water polo, if you've never played and you're not in swimming shape, in 20 seconds, you are holding on to the side of the wall yeah, of the pool. Over. Yeah. And so my friend told me, he goes, well, if, since you don't know how to play, he goes, here's what I would say you should do. Just maul and tackle anybody who's, who's got the ball. And so that's what I did. And then the referee, yes, they bring a referee on Sundays. The referee kept calling fouls on me. You know, yeah. somebody would swim down the pool. I'd grab onto their leg and try and catch a ride down to the other end of the pool. <laughs> Serious. It's hard. Water polo is so. Bald, anyway, yeah. Brutal. She's. Why would she not be good? I mean, that's like super hard. Well, it's not just that she was a water polo, and it's player. not like, and it's not like you're doing fast pitch softball. You know what I mean? No, but I just think also I think Emily's a bit underrated because after the Mandy's when she was feeling pretty salty because Ask Slee didn't win best segment. I mean, right? She her was, and her sister wanted to fight everybody. Yeah. Right? They they legitimately wanted to fight all of us. Yeah. You know, especially us. Yeah. Right? Me and you. Yeah. That's a y'all thing. Yeah, that's what I said. Us. I mean, thankfully we had Lindsay in front of us. Lindsay would have fought anybody that day. Right. That's true. Right. You she want... was ready to brawl. Yo, right. you want a piece of us? You go through her. <laughs> I'm scared <What>? of her. <laughs> we I had you lie. too. <laughs> yeah, I, I am too. Listen, I am terrified of Hungarian heat. But listen, yeah. the um, 
there was remember there was an ESPN security person there, like a legit ESPN security person who's like a Navy SEAL type person. Right. Like he was the the guy with the glasses, you know, in the ESPN polo shirt. Yep. And that guy literally could kill you with like one pinky. If, you know, if Lindsay fought him, yeah. I feel like it'd be a toss up. Yeah. You know that the guy is the security guy, and you also know that he's a former team guy based on how tightly tucked in his shirt is. Oh, yeah. Because he, yeah, yeah. he had that shirt tucked in perfectly. He didn't have one ounce of belly fat going over that belt, and it was just so tightly tucked in. You're like, that guy right there? Don't mess with him. He's security. Right. And he's probably a former Navy SEAL. And he'll kill you with his pinky. Right. So, right. But Lindsay and him, toss up. Yeah, you just don't know. Because, I mean, yeah. if she takes him and picks him up and throws him out of the ring, you know, you just never know. So anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, Emily can play. So today is an anniversary. I'm going to get to that now because if not, people are going to be like, you did it for three segments. Um, the decision was today. 12 T- years ago. 12 years ago. Let me just I, think about where it, we are here. Do you know how many people watch the decision? Do you remember? Well, I remember sitting on the edge of my seat. And, right. and, it was and you don't even Gray. love basketball like that. Yeah, but no, no, but it was... Especially it was, back then. But it was one of those things, you know. It's you, like, you've wow. adopted basketball. I will give you credit. Well, listen, you think I've adopted basketball? Let me tell you how much I've adopted basketball, just so you know, because this yeah. will really impress you and probably yeah. blow your mind. Yeah. Right now, I'm looking at Mark Jones and, and Doris Burke yeah. Yeah. Well, getting wait, ready wait, to call wait. a summer league game. DB. Okay. Yeah, D- DB. DB. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting ready to watch the Golden State Warriors. Although you take... can't call her DB, I don't think. Well, I'm not in the league. Well, you don't even know her. I have no interaction with her of any kind. Right, but if you know her, it's it's DB. Well, from the outside, it's Doris Burke. Right. Golden State and the New York Knicks on ESPN in a summer league game. What has yeah. happened? FML. What has happened to my life? And then my homegirl here... Cassidy Hubbard right now doing a report from the game. I'm watching summer league basketball. That's what you've done to me, George Sedano. I mean, but I look mean... how many people are in the stands, dude. I know, but this is usually the time of the year where I'm doing my, like, scouting reports on NFL teams. Yeah, who cares? I'm watching summer league. Who is this you young lady right here that I'm looking at on my screen? Who's this? Cassidy, Cassidy Hubbard. Who's she? Yeah. She's my colleague on the sidelines at NBA. Doing a nice job. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, she is very good. Yeah. I don't know what um, she's saying. But, uh, but yeah, this is what you should. I need to watch this game. Do you know why? Probably because you're going to call one of these two teams or both of these teams. I'm calling the Knicks and, um, and Blazers on Monday night at 8 o'clock Pacific so I've, on ESPN2. So I, I have to – I'm, I'm recording this game at the moment because I need to go actually go back and watch it, like, for real. But I am definitely keeping an eye on this game. Did I hear earlier today, speaking of the Blazers, that they gave Damian Lillard a two-year extension – at a hundred and twenty some odd million dollars, like mm-hmm. like Damian Lillard is going to make sixty, 60 million some, a year those two years, yeah, sixty million dollars a year to play basketball on a bad team. Okay, so this this come, I mean, they were a bad team last year. They've been a playoff team for his almost. I know, his but entire, they're not like career. competing for a real championship. No, um, but that's not his fault. No, he's but, been awesome. But, but think about that though. It's like, hey. Um, we're not really going to compete for a title, but he's such a great player and he's such a big star, and we want to keep a big star on our team. Sixty million is the number for him. Yeah, but isn't that? But isn't shouldn't he be commended at least in some regard to being like, hey, he they're 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 gonna in an era where everybody jumps teams, like he's gonna be like, nah, I'm gonna stick it out here. I'm Dude, good. They're good for to pay him. Me, let's do it. I just feel stupid because I just feel like if I would have put in the time with my free throws and my three point shot, I might yeah. be making sixty million a year right no, now. No, probably not. Probably not. So? But anyway, back to LeBron. Mm-hmm. The decision has been the decision that day, and and it was 
it was not produced all that well. Um, in the sense of like the Jim Gray aspect of it was weird and just like there was a lot of stuff going on. And and by the way, that's everybody's fault. That's not just ESPN or LeBron or whatever. It sounded like, like you're putting it on Jim Gray. I mean, that's all their faults, you know. I mean, he should have. I mean, I don't know why he asked them about biting his nails. Still, that was weird. I don't you remember that, that part. Weird? Yeah, I don't remember that part. <laughs> oh my god, absolutely! Like that was the thing that he gets clowns for the most. I feel like it's just like he asked him, "Do you still bite your nails?" Like, wait, dude, we're all trying to find out where he's gonna play. Who cares about if he still bites his nails? <laughs> got to loosen him up a little bit, George. Got to make him comfortable. You know, dude, he wasn't LeBron. gonna be comfortable. Did you watch him? Like, he oh, looked dude. terrified up yeah. there. I've take never my seen him. He has never looked that nervous in his entire life, I feel like. But this is 12 in, years in his ago. Entire, in his entire adult life. Yeah, and he was 12 years ago. He's like 26-year-old kid. 25 at the time, actually. This is, yeah, yeah, this isn't grown man LeBron. Yeah. This, isn't, this isn't bearded, balded LeBron. He was this a child. Little kid, my, right. You know, yeah, 25 years old. Like He was like... Um, so anyway, but that, that day birthed all of this. Like, all the player movement, all the player contracts. That... You know, for whatever it's worth, people can say what they want about LeBron. He birthed this stuff. Well, I'll tell you this. Um, I hope what doesn't happen, speaking of birthing all of this, I hope Kevin Durant does not go back to Golden State. I've heard, obviously, you know, he wants Phoenix, he wants Miami, but maybe it makes more sense for Golden State. Please, Golden State, do not bring Kevin Durant okay. back. Let, let, let's get back to all that stuff, because there's more about the decision I wanted to talk to you about. But, like, we, I do want to get to that. But we have Radio Tinder next. Let's do that. We're back in two minutes. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Take it away, Fungie! <laughs> All right, guys. So Elon Musk is making a ton of news today for another reason. But before today, he made news saying that humanity will reach Mars in our lifetime. Musk also says that his SpaceX company plans to build over 1,000 starships to transport life to Mars. So will we see humans on Mars in our lifetime? Swipe left or swipe right. George Sedano. 
Yeah, I saw Matt Damon in that movie. I mean, you know, potatoes out of poop, speaking of all the poop talk we've had. So, I mean, oh, yeah, well, I don't know. I think so. Why not? What Our lifetime, what do we got? Another 30 years, 40 years, maybe? You know, Give us max? a little more, George. Give us a little I longer, know, geez. Give some credit. I'm just saying, like, Cappy's probably got, like, 30. Stop. How many do you have? Eh, maybe closer to 40. God, if you're right, I'm so scared right now. Why are you scared? 30 years is a long-ass time, bro. Yeah, but that, but it's it's less than half of what I've already got. Oh, well, you know, that's life, bro. That's life. That's yeah. life. I mean, unless you want to get, like, I don't know, some, like, you know, go read that book that I was telling you about. Uh, what's the name of that book or that podcast? Gosh, what's the name of it? Hold on, I'll find it in a second. Where the guy's telling you that the person who uh, who's going to live, like, 100, to be, like, 120 or 150 years old has already been born. Hmm. Well, you could be that, lifespan. Go hey, buy hey, that book. Hey, that guy, the person who's going to live to 150 years old, he yeah. or she may yeah. live to see a human on Mars. Yeah. But I personally don't think I am. Okay. And by the way, Maybe. just one other side note. I don't trust and I don't believe one word that Elon Musk says. Now he's bailing on this Twitter deal. And let me tell you something. You know what he did? He made a ton of money selling his stock to try to buy it, and uh, and now he's going to buy cheaper stock. I believe, like what you just said, is why he did all of this. Just pure yeah. stock manipulation. He honestly sits there like he's the Wizard of Oz, like I'm going to control the world. I'm going to make this play for Twitter. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and then I'm going to bounce on the Twitter deal. I love that the Twitter board is saying, no, we're going to force you to actually go through with the sale. Good luck, but... Well, they are. Well, they're going to court about it. Yeah. I say, I say, this is all. Uh, I, listen, yeah, Elon he Musk, was never. I told you from the beginning, he was never trying to buy Twitter. This was all about him just trying to make money. Well, I don't trust the guy, and I don't believe the guy. And so when he says that we're going to Mars, I'm not buying it. Yeah, I mean, I think we can go to Mars. It just doesn't need to be him. But anyway, all right. What's next? Fun. I don't trust the guy either. But I think we're going to go to Mars in our lifetimes. So there is a handshake going viral. I sent it to you guys in our text chain. Oh, uh, I, I saw yeah, it in real, in real life yeah. with uh, Kirsten. After the yeah. Dodgers swept the Rockies a couple nights ago, uh, Mookie Betts walking back to the dugout when he sees Spectrum's Christian Watson. He and her do this crazy handshake that only them know what, you know, what they mean or whatever. So Yeah, it's kind of like no different than like when you see basketball players yeah. or even baseball players do kind of like their own individual handshakes before games or whatnot. My favorite. Um, so Kirsten Watson of S of Sportsnet LA and Mookie have one of those and they did it during the walk-off and it was pretty damn awesome. Yeah. Shout my, out to her. my favorite from back in the day was the old Indiana Pacers when Mark Jackson and Reggie Miller would do a handshake or whatever. And then they, they would do like the Michael Jackson spin move or whatever. Yeah. And it, that was yeah. like my favorite one. But anyway, so both Team Mace and Team Cap are playing next week. Do we need a crazy team handshake for the softball game next week? Swipe left or swipe oh, right? Oh, Cappy. That is a brilliant idea, Funchy. A great idea. Thank you. Now, you're on Team Mace. Yes, sir. Not yes. on Team no, Cappy. No, no, no. But, but yet you're sharing this idea of the handshake. Both our teams. You need yeah. one. George, what do you think? Should, uh, should our team have a, a handshake? Why not? I mean, I really do like this handshake that Mookie and Kirsten are doing. And I think it's super cool that when you're the team reporter and you have enough of a relationship with the players on the team. Remember, this is not somebody who works for the Associated Press. This isn't somebody who's working for Fox or ESPN. They just happen to be there covering it. She's there every single night. She's part of it, you know? So for her to have this cool handshake with Wait, Mookie is awesome. So are you saying that Trudell should have one with, like, LeBron? Well... 
Um, That'd be great. I would have no issue with it. <laughs> I would have no issue with it Trudeau, at all. Trudeau would be so stiff. You know? <laughs> George, have no you ever way. A- Actually, no way. Trudeau would not be stiff. Yes, he would. Yes, I'm, he would. I, well, he would be apprehensive to do it. He'd yes, be stiff yes. about like doing it. But if he actually had to do it, he'd be good at it. Well, Just trust me when I tell you. He, his stiffness would be the apprehension to do it at all. Right. He'd be like, people don't look at me as a real reporter. I'm too close to the team. I'm just all sucking that's up right. to these guys. Exactly. Right. You know, that's, like where, he's, that's right. where he'd be right. stiff. But because remember but a couple I, weeks ago, there was a story about the guy from that was following or was covering the Colorado Avalanche. He was like the beat reporter. And he was like partying with the team after they won the Stanley Cup. And everybody, right. Like, you right. can't party with the team. You're the reporter. He's like, yeah. yeah, I'm here with these guys every day. They won a championship. We, they, us, I covered. It's the a championship. City. Yeah. 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 I get it. Um, so I like her handshake. Yeah, she was awesome. Good job, Kirsten. Um, Funchy, what's next? All right, guys. So my last one. So uh, this is a little funny to me. Um, yesterday, I left the station. I went to go grab a little dinner in my hood. And I went to go open a door to let an older gentleman come out while I was going in. And he looks at my shirt. And I'm yesterday, I'm wearing a Hillman College shirt, which I don't know if you guys oh, know what Hillman College yeah, is. Uh, the Huxtables. Uh, yeah, Cosby different show. world. Different yeah. world. Different world. Yeah. Okay. So he yeah. looks at my Hillman well, College. Well, but that's where uh, Bill Cosby's character he, went to college. He went to, uh, yeah, Denise he went there. Went, yeah. Also, yeah, Denise yeah. and all the kids and yeah. stuff like that. But anyway. I can't wait to hear where this is going because I didn't know what Hillman College was. And now you're telling me that, you know, the Cosbys and everything. And you mentioned Bill Cosby. I can't wait to hear where this okay. is going. <laughs> it's not going to go where you think it's going to go. But okay. Um, I have a Hillman College shirt on. This older gentleman looks at my shirt and he's all like, Hey, I know Hillman College, and you know before you know before he goes any further, I thought he was going to talk about you know I watched a different world and I lived all those shows back in the day and uh, you know blah blah blah. He goes to say that I know people that went to Hillman College. It's it's a prestigious school, you know, it's it's a hard school to get into, but I know people that graduated and blah 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 and. <laughs> and you're saying, and you're saying that Hillman College doesn't really it's, exist. Yeah, it's a and mythical before, college. It's a it's yeah, a mythical yeah. college, a fictitious school. So even before, you know, he finishes his statement or whatever, I'm just like, oh, I mean, yes. it, I believe if I recall correctly, and I can Google this right now, yeah. I think it was at one point in a real college, but it, like like in the 1800s. <laughs> yeah. Like well, I mean. I, I just didn't have the heart to lie to this guy and just be like, or just tell him the truth. So I just went with the lie. So. Sometimes you don't have the heart to tell someone that they're wrong. Yeah. Swipe left or swipe right. Oh, yeah. I, uh, it's not swipe a- right. I, there's no question. I'll give you an example, okay? I, um, I told this story on the air years ago um, when this actually happened. I was doing a show. I was an NBA game in Minnesota. It was a playoff game. And um, Momo was doing the show with me, and she was in studio back there uh, with you guys. And when I got to the studio... Um, I was waiting for the engineer, so I had to go to the receptionist. And I said to the receptionist, hey, I'm such and such. You know, I'm, I'm waiting for the engineer, you know, Joe, whatever. And she's like, okay, we'll call Joe, and you can just hang out here and wait. And I said, okay, cool. So this older lady, like probably like easily in the late 60s, maybe 70, you know. And she goes to me, where are you from? And I said, oh, um, Los Angeles. She goes, oh, California. I go, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> and I said... She goes, um, yeah, you ha- this was during all those, fo- uh, you know, awful forest fires. I don't want to, you know, laugh about that because that was obviously very serious. We had all those fires. Remember, Northern California, Southern California, everywhere. It was a crazy fire season that year. And she, but this is where it gets silly again. So she goes to me, yeah, you guys, you guys really got to clean up those forests. And I said, well, you know, <laughs> ma'am, 
it's not really about that. It's, you know, the, just the climate. And, what are they, know, messy? California. These are messy forests. They're so messy and dirty <laughs> that they get lit up on fire? Yeah. Clean yeah. them up? So she's, right. And, I, and it's like, yeah. And I was like, no, like, you know, it's just, it's the climate. It's super dry. So anything, you know, can spark a fire or whatever. And she's like, no, 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 no. It would, you know, I, I've heard, I've heard about that it's the, uh, you know, the, the, the forestry needs to be cleaned up. And, and, you know, that is what creates the fires, you know, because there's just so much debris and stuff out there. And I just said, so I was like, you know what, ma'am, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. You know that's what, what you, you should clean that up. I was like, that's it. Like, I'm done here. Like, right. she's 70 years old. I'm not changing her mind. Have you and ever read she... the book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff? Have you ever read yeah. that? Yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's like one of the greatest pieces of advice. You want to like avoid conflict? Just don't yeah. even answer people. If you yeah. know that they're wrong, don't even bother telling them that they're wrong. Yeah, yeah. So I just like after the second time, she, I was like, yeah, you know what? You're right. <laughs> but you know, Funchy, um, I'm curious. You say the gentleman you opened the door for him, and you're wearing the Hillman College T-shirt. How old the gentleman do you suppose he I, was? I be- I don't know. If I had to guess, he probably late sixties, at least late sixties. Okay, so I 70s. looked it up here. Hillman College, the original one, was a woman's college. It closed. In 1942. Oh, right, so, so, so that's 60s. what I'm thinking. So that's what I'm, I'm wondering because I looked up the yeah, same thing. Yeah, but in his 60s, that isn't that isn't vibe. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe he looked like he was in his 60s. Maybe he was in his 80s. The maybe. point is, it, it, on Wikipedia, it says Hillman College. There's a line. Listen to this. Wait, this but do college, I know? Hold on. He said he knew somebody that went there. Right. Said he w- knew so, somebody. Yeah, knowing even if he's 80. Like, the, the school w- went out of business 80 years ago. Like, they closed 80 years ago. So what, when he was born, he knew somebody? Like, well, he what knows, are we talking about here? He, he knows a lot of people that went to Hillman College. It says this line, This college should not be confused with the fictional HBCU, which provided the setting for the Cosby Show spinoff, Correct. A Different World. Yeah. yeah. Look at you Googling. I'm Googling and Wikipedia-ing. At the same well, moment. anyway, I could not stop laughing after I opened the door. And oh, I people bet. in the restaurant and people in the store were like, "Why are you laughing so hard?" And I just could not stop laughing. <laughs> it's great, man. It's, uh, it's yes. awesome, Funchy. I have definitely. Cappy, have you? Have you done it? Have I done what? Like told people just like you know. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Like yeah, yeah. like you just don't have the, the heart lie. to tell like, the truth. That they were yeah, lying just again. But it gets back to that whole thing of I want to avoid conflict. So rather than correct you, I'm just going with what you're saying. So you lie. Is that a lie? Nah. It's their lie. You just roll with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. you're also a liar, so I guess it's easy to roll with it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't think I'm a liar. Hmm. I don't think so. I mean, not like about like serious stuff. You, that's the worst part, actually. I feel like you. Well, I don't know if it's worse. Like, you lie about silly stuff, which I think is funny, personally. I don't know. It could be just exaggeration, not lying. They're like cousins for sure. <laughs> they are They are like distant cousins through marriage in some weird way. Yeah. All right. That is Radio Tinder each and every day at 545. You brought up Kevin Durant. Or, I'm sorry, every day at 530. You brought up Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. All right. So I want to do that. And, and I want to finish up something because we were playing a game about the decision because it's the anniversary today. And uh, I wanted – and we sidetracked on Jim Gray asking him about <laughs> biting, biting his, his nails. nails. I forgot about that completely. Ridiculous question. But anyway, the uh, down on Jim Gray, I can tell you. No, nah, like Jim, Jim Gray. Gray's a legend, bro. But that was not his best moment. Okay, like we we all have been there. Okay, like we've had all have bad moments in our career. He's a legend. Like he's got a ho- star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. For God was sake. his best moment when he said to to you know to, to Pete, "Hey Pete, come on, just admit to everybody right yes, here on the All Star game." I'm a million on. percent behind him on that for sure. Come on, just tell uh, everybody you, you bet on baseball. Come on, Pete. So anyway. 
there's all that stuff. We'll get to all that stuff coming up in two minutes. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This song, it kind of reminds me. I, I don't know who sings it, it's but a, I feel mm-hmm. like the artist has taken like a lot of different liberties from a lot of other different songs. Who is it, Laura? I don't know. His name is Michael Manelli, I believe. I found oh, him on Instagram, that. but it is a Apple song, and I pay for Apple, so I'm just saying. You guys didn't know this was Michael Manelli? Are you for real? You have no idea. I who mean, this he's is. basically like a. He's not like some huge star. Wow, you no. guys are really not caught up to speed with popular music, contemporary kind of stuff. I mean, me, on the other hand, <laughs> you would have yeah. asked me, I'd have told you this is Michael Minnelli all day, every day. You would have oh, shazammed really? it. Correct. That's yeah. exactly right. <laughs> I was just going to say, what other, uh, what other songs do you know from Michael Minnelli? Well, you know one of my favorite songs that Michael Minnelli does, George. Mm-hmm. It's called Into the Night. You know yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really good one. He's dropping. One day you may nail that. Like it'd be funny if someone like actually like (laughs) has a a song song called Internet. (laughs) (laughs) But shout out to my friend Ben who put me up on this artist. Shout out Ben Michael Minnelli. Yeah. Shout out Um, Double M. So Cappy, before we uh, got sidetracked, we were talking about the decision today, the twelfth anniversary, and you know your boy Jim Gray. But the um... Jim Gray is kind of my boy too. I mean, I know he's not universally loved i mean he, he is oh, a he guy is your boy i he, say that i yeah. say that I, honestly he's yeah no boy, he right? is my boy i mean i have to admit it you know so if i saw jim gray at summer league and i said i work with cappy is he gonna say to bring it in uh not that like close. kevin harlan not, he's not a bring not, it in guy not that close not as close with jim gray as i am with kevin harlan not, okay. not as close and i don't believe he's as warm and fuzzy as kevin harlan either. not really yeah. no he's not I get that sense. So, real quick, how many people do you do you remember how many people watched the decision? Like, do you or do you want to take a guess? Um, if I had to take a guess, because it was televised by ESPN, wasn't it? Correct. Okay, I'm going to guess two million people watched the decision. Am I close? Okay. Um, go, just Laura, go ahead, guess. Uh, whew. six million. I don't know. It's a lot of people. Okay. Now, it's an hour-long show. Okay, mm-hmm. remember that. Oh, okay. Where was he at? Wasn't he at like a YMCA? Or no, a... Uh, Boys and Girls Club in yeah. uh, Connecticut. There we yeah. go. I'm out. Uh, Funchy. Uh, I say um, this is kind of pre-streaming and all, all that. I'm going to say mm-hmm. 13 million. No, come on. Whoa. So, Funchy is right in, in one regard. 
So the hour-long show averaged just under ten million. Whoa! Damn, I was so far and off. The, Me too. The, the and the and right when they came back from break, when he actually made the decision, you know, in the last you know ten minutes of the show or whatever, thirteen point one million people. Wow, wow. Funch. Wow, Funch. Good did guess, man. No, I did not Google it. Oh, just good wow. guess. Thirteen million people watched LeBron make his decision. I wonder how many people watched like Game Six of the NBA Finals this year. I would say about 13 million people. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, yeah, even it, back then, 12 years ago, at 25 years old, LeBron James was, again, even then, this is he's not a billionaire. Cap 13.9 million in game six. Oh, wow. There you go. How, how about that? Yeah. How about that? So he was, he was back then, people were already, like, so interested in everything this, at the time, this kid well, was doing not only that, but you have to remember, I mean, people were watching this and it, he, we had never had a free agent like that in the history of the sport. Think about it. 25. Um, one of the most incredible talents we've ever seen. Like, I mean, he's like, you know, when you look like if you were building a basketball player, it would be him. You know what I mean? Like, like if you were building a basketball player, physique, strength. Size, power, agility, athleticism, all that stuff. Like right. he's he's that. Like you're bu- you're building someone, it would be him. Right, but there's so, more to the story, which is that of course, right, he, he was a kid who had come right from high school, directly right. into the NBA, was the top and, overall pick. And we and, saw his high school games right. all over ESPN. Right, back because then. remember back then, again, this is going back now, call it 15, 16, 17 years ago, however many years ago it is. Remember when LeBron played high school 20, basketball? Actually. Yeah. On ESPN and, and his Dick Vitale was were calling his yeah Dick Vitale was calling his games dude. yeah but I remember them like putting like white tape over his arms where he had tattoos on his arms for oh, some reason that. yeah I mean at least that's I mean I maybe I don't remember that but the thing is is that what made the decision so compelling at the time was yeah here was the kid from Akron who was drafted by his hometown team Cleveland. And the reason I think everybody, at least I know for me, that I was sitting on the edge of my seat is I wanted him to stay with his hometown team. I wanted the small market team to keep this kid and build around him and build a championship with him. And so it was either he's going to stay and be loyal to his hometown or he's going to go chase a championship somewhere else. And we all know what the decision was. Yeah, but I I think, and remember, then everybody was like giving the... um you know, like their their thoughts, right? All the insiders. Nobody knew where he was going. The you know what was the first person to say where he was going? Was it not LeBron? No, bro. Like the first like of the insiders to say oh. to nail oh. it. Oh. Uh let's see here. This is 13, 12, 13 years ago. I don't know. Yeah. Who was it? Give me a hint. Twenty ten. Take a guess. Woj? Funchy? What was that? George? <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry we Which talking one of the George? insiders was the first one to actually get right where LeBron was going? Remember when everybody was trying Ooh. to guess where he was going? Oh, man. Was it Woj? Uh, Laura, take a guess. Wendy. No, no, no. Steve, S- Stephen A. Smith. No way. Really? Yep. He was the first person to say he's going to Miami, and people were laughing him out of the building. Let me tell you. They Stephen thought a- for sure that if he – first of all, nobody thought he'd leave Cleveland, number one, Okay. I didn't think he was leaving Cleveland. And then when Stephen A. 
poked around about that. Then I started talking to the people I knew at that time, obviously, and they were they felt confident, but it was never like he's coming. <laughs> um, so I didn't know. And then I think Dan Levitard then reported that after Stephen A, when he was still a writer at the Miami Herald. So it was like legit, like as a journalist, he was reporting it. And then um, I think Chris Broussard was on there after that in that range too. But it was crazy. Everyone thought he was staying with Cleveland. And they and if anything, if he was going to leave anywhere, it was going to be the Knicks. Everyone thought the Knicks because they always think the Knicks. It's ridiculous. Also that day, I mean, I wasn't keeping track of the insiders, but I was keeping track of Vegas and the odds. And all of a sudden Miami was just, you know, had the best odds all of a sudden. And you were like, why Miami? Yeah. And you knew who's going to go there. Right. Vegas is always the tell. I agree. What happened recently with Vegas, Cappy, that we were doing the show and something skyrocketed? Oh, well, Paolo Boncaro. Who? I, to me, it was the Lakers. The Lakers all of a sudden no, 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 jumped no, no, up no. In, the, in, the, in the odds. Like They went no, no, from, no. I want to say, 200 to 1 to, like I don't know, no, 50 to 1. No, no, no. But, but that's a different reference point. Oh, what Funchy's saying is like literally like the day of. Like yeah, what Miami are you talking show. about? I'm talking about like the, uh, like the line changing like hours before an right. event. And, w- and w- which one did you come up with? Paolo Boncaro, the kid that just got drafted oh, number one. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. And there was that story that it got leaked to like a gambler and that the, that, uh, that a gambler put like tons of, the gamblers put tons of money on. I think the New York Post wrote the story. If you would have said the Patrick Mahomes basketball player guy, I would have known who you were talking about. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, him. Yeah. Like he went from being the third best odds to being like easily the best odds by a long shot. Like an hour before the, uh, the 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 draft this this a couple weeks ago, yeah, it's hard to believe that it's that long ago. You mentioned Stephen A. Smith. I can remember being uh, doing radio with Stephen A. This is before LeBron comes into the NBA, but he's already been on the cover of Sports Illustrated. We've already all seen him play on ESPN. And Stephen yeah. A. is telling me, when this kid gets into the NBA, he's immediately a top five player in the NBA. And here's yeah. me. You can only imagine knowing me. Here's me. Come on, man. Really. Really, this eighteen-year-old high school kid is going to walk into the NBA oh, that, and that immediately sounds just like you, actually. right? Yeah. And 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 Stephen A. was like, "I'm telling you, he's going to be in the NBA, and he's going to be a top five player the second he walks in." I'm like, "Come on, for real? Come on, no, come on, not top five right away, top five. Guess Stephen A. was right." Seriously, that's amazing. What a career. It's hard to believe that it's 12 years already from the decision. If I would have told you it was 12 years, would you have said, no, it's longer than that? Because it kind of feels longer than that. Um, it feels like a long time ago, yeah. It feels like another lifetime ago to me. Right. I mean, LeBron's like a whole different guy. Like, LeBron's a grown-ass man now. He's like a little yeah. kid back then. Yeah. Uh, it, I was. Let me ask you this. Who do you think had more viewers watching him? LeBron and the decision or Tiger Woods' apology? Uh, I'm going to go for the goof of it all. I'm going to go with Tiger Woods' apology. Funchy? It's got to be Tiger Woods. Laura? LeBron. Yeah, LeBron almost doubled it. Wow. Really? Really? He doubled it, basically. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And Tiger was a juicier story. Yeah, but it's what almost, time? He what, almost doubled it. Yeah. What time like of day was Tiger point, on? Seven point nine million people watched Tiger. I want to say Tiger was in the morning, right, or at afternoon. It was. I, it was during the day. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like it was like a prime time special. <laughs> no, it was not. Yeah. Yeah. But it aired everywhere, not one place. So it was easier to watch. Somewhere. God, just when you said the Tiger Woods apology, I could see Tiger walking into that press conference with his mom. 
You know, like, hey, this is my mom. Everybody leave me alone. Don't do this to me in front of my mom. Oh, my guy Jake Warner, big brother Jake, who um, you know works worked with us at Fox Sports Radio back then, um, said that Stephen A. was there at Fox Sports Radio, and he said it a month before the decision. No one uh, at FSR backed him. He told Mike Pearson, who was once my producer here, uh, who worked with me in Funchy, myself, and he said, watch all these people get it wrong. And he was right. Well, he's, I know he said it um, somewhere. Uh, it might have been on the radio, and it got aggregated. See, back then. See, see, and everybody's then, uh, aggregating and, everything nowadays. And then he, uh, and that's what I, and yeah, and then it, it just, everybody was talking about Stephen A is the first one to say, and people were like, whoa, Stephen A, coming back. Can't believe it's only been twelve years. I swear to you, it feels like feels it like another years lifetime ago. ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. LeBron right, so- has gone from Miami back to Cleveland and now out to LA and now all this, you know, talk about what's going to happen next with him. Hey, we got to wrap. All right, coming up next. You're still mad at Kevin Durant for something. I don't remember what it was, but we'll talk about it next.